Hey y'all, you're listening to The Brunch and Blondes with your hosts, Leslie, Katie, and Kenzie. Cheers. Cheers, bitches. That was a sad what? cheer. That was sad. <laughs> cheers again. Okay. Double what? cheers. Okay, well hang on. Second episode. Cheers, bitches. Ooh. Cheers. Welcome back. Yes. Second episode. This Woo-hoo. time at Katie's house. Yay. Yeah. So, I guess we're going to, are we going to like post this stuff on YouTube? Because they could see us in our different elements every week. Our different houses. Yeah. We're just oh. going to go places. We're going to take you with us. Yeah. Wherever hey, that might be. At my house. To be determined as of where we're going. You never know. You never know. If y'all made it through our first episode and you're back with us today, bless you. Yeah, Thank really. You. <laughs> you listen to our bitch-ass voices <laughs> for 40 straight minutes. And Leslie's loud voice. I was, by the way, I was right next to that microphone, so I'm so sorry if I made you We put ears. her far away today. I'm a little further. <laughs> I'm trying to be uh, quiet. We really appreciate you guys being back with us. Yes. We're just gonna, we have no game plan for this. We have a topic, and we're just going to roll with it, so... We wing a lot of things. Yes. (laughs) I think that's what makes us the best, right? Right. Oh, well. We... We we out there. We don't have a game plan for life. We just... Above average. Wing it. (laughs) Well, McKinley, you know, you're not supposed to say um, stuff to a toddler like, good job, too much, because then they become people pleasers. So, me and Josh sometimes will be like, oh, we can't say good job. And we're like, good job. You're average. You're average. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we try to flirt, humble a little bit. I don't know. What do you say? I mean, everybody's like, you know. can't say good job. You have to, like, say that it's, it's annoying. I have no idea. It's actually stressful. I have no idea. I don't tell my kids good job that often because they don't really do a lot of things. <laughs> I love them, but... <laughs> Lucas does have a little big head. He claps at everything he does. Oh. As he should. Yeah. They, I mean, they Sweet. see, I want her to, you know, even if it's just, if it's small, I just, one time I was like, gosh, I'm saying it a lot, though. She's going to think, she's on top, said, you're average. So. You're average. You know. <laughs> but then she's always going to be wanting to do better. She's going to be one of those people. Yeah. No, for real, though, I think you're supposed to say... What are you supposed to You're say? supposed to say, how did that, why did you like that? How did that make you feel? I don't think oh. a toddler's going to understand what the fuck no. you're saying I know. if I'm... you say that to a toddler. That's what all the, 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 no. the amount of things. Gentle parenting? Yeah. I'm not a gentle parent. I'm sorry. I try, I and I, I really do try. I can't. Like those parents that don't say no. Yeah. So we're oh, watching Modern Family, <laughs> and at one point, Cam and Mitchell, they try to not say no with Lily, and... It gets real good because Cam gets his hand stuck in a garbage disposal and she's like going and playing with all the light switches and like he can't say no. And so eventually he almost gets his hand disposed. Oh my God. I it's funny. That, that would be funny. It's a good show. It's a good show. Anywho. Yes. Anywho. Yep. On to yeah. relevant things. Well, we too, so we're going to talk about being moms, you know. Yeah. On to yeah, entrepreneurship. This was topic we had planned. Entrepreneurship. Sucks. If you're out there, I know. If you're out there and you're an (laughs) entrepreneur, no matter what you're doing, photography, selling something, you're out there just hustling. Mm -hmm. This is for you. Yep. (laughs) It'll be more from our perspective as photographers, but I feel like the things we talk about go for all entrepreneurs and business owners. And I feel like it's just everybody I've talked to in other industries has the same issues that we do. So we're just going to talk about them. Air them out, the goods and the bads, whatever the fuck it might be, mm-hmm. it all 
sucks, but there is times where it's amazing. But it's so up and down. It's a roller coaster every day, all day. Cheers to that. Drink to that. Mm. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Y'all drank at the same time, so I was like, oh, cheers. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard. Like, I feel like even if I wasn't a mom, I'd probably feel overwhelmed. But you had being a mom on top uh, of the entrepreneurship or just being a wife because, let's be honest, they're babies half the time. Preach. We're not going to get started. In case my husband listens to this, I don't care. I love my him. Oh, I don't care if he listens. <laughs> Listen, you are you are a BB. My husband knows he's a bitch ass, bitch ass man. Uh, we love them. No, we, we do, them. but we hate them. Yeah, they. You can't live with them. Can't live yes. without them. Type of thing. I have two kids, and he is my third. Yeah, Josh is my second. Ugh. But anyways, entrepreneurship. I feel like when you first start, it's just so like it's intimidating. I mean. It, I remember I went back and forth for a little bit, like, do I want to start a business? A business? Do I, <laughs> do I want to start a business? Do I not? Uh, and I don't know. Go, just go with your gut. Like, your gut yeah. tells you. I know mine did. I was like, something's telling me I need to do this. Yeah, and I'm know. scared shitless. Yeah. Like, What's going to happen? What people are going to think of me? But I feel like I need to do it. Yeah. Yeah. My internal struggle was with keeping it with, as a side hustle. Yeah. Like easy peasy, no taxes, no nothing, or to really take the leap and like actually file to be a real life business. Right. And like have that EIN and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Because then you're like actually 100% committing. Yeah. And I mean, maybe there's like fear of commitment, but I think everybody has fear of commitment when you're going out on your own and like trying to prove to yourself that you can mm-hmm. do it and you can make it. Especially for me, like, I'm younger than you guys, but, you know, me being 25 and being my own business owner and working for myself is, like, kind of insane. It's, it's and terrifying. Awesome. It's amazing. Awesome. And terrifying. It's I mean, you guys terrifying. are still young, too. I'm not saying you guys are old by any means. <laughs> aging we us. Are old, aging us. But, you know, I only graduated college. It feels like yesterday, even though it was five years ago. No. Just what year is talk. it? It's Just been three years. 2023. It's been three years since I graduated college. <laughs> But yeah, me and Leslie are about to be 30. Cheers to that. Cheers to 30. Charty, dirty 30. 30. Honestly, I've heard from everybody that the 30s are the best. I have too. Like my mom says she thrived in her 30s. Yes. I'm ready for that. Thriving 30s. See, That's where I'm ready to not actually pass out when I hike. See, my husband's probably not going to get any better. No, I'm it's going saying. to. I'm going to make okay. it. I'm going to make it get better. As you should. Oh, Brandon's yes. convinced that his life is just going to end. Oh my God. Because he turns 30 this August. And he's convinced no, not to be dramatic. that we're, he's we're, just going to, like, implode. We're going to we're gonna thrive. And it's over. When my husband turned 30, he did start hurting a little bit more. But. <laughs> yeah. Tell him to take magnesium. <laughs> Love my magnesium. I've been making Josh mm. take it. Mm. If you want better sleep and feel better, take yes. magnesium. But Everybody make needs sure magnesium. you get the kind that is right for you because there are different magnesiums mm-hmm. for everyone. Mm-hmm. Anywho, this is not an ad. I'm just saying. <laughs> Magnesium's great. <laughs> I need the magnesium to be an entrepreneur. Literally. Yeah, I don't take magnesium. I'm still okay. Yeah, you don't have to. Just a plug. You don't have to, but I do sleep better. People with ADHD lack magnesium. It's like a known thing. Anything that you hear um, information-wise, I got from her. You know, that's She's supposed like, to be the, to the reason that's behind me. morning sickness when you're pregnant is a magnesium deficiency. Did yes. you know that? Yeah. So just take magnesium. I've, I've heard that. I've seen a lot of videos lately where 
like some nurses or doctors even are saying like I'm so sick of the healthcare system where we're pushing meds when I know if I give this person magnesium or something like that that mm-hmm. they're gonna feel better. Well, it's all about money, but yeah, it's that's all about a whole other topic that we I know. Get L- into. Listen, we already gave you the warning that this is gonna be ADHD brain yes podcast. Maybe that should have been our name. <laughs> the two ADHDs in the one what you call it neuro neurotypical. <laughs> The two ADHDs. What did I call it? In the I'm first pretty sure episode. the neurotypical, like that's normal. what you said. But I said, what did I say? <laughs> don't I ask don't us. even know because don't I was just us. sitting here, kind of tuning them out. I was like, I don't even know what they're talking about at this point. Uh, I love how our first episode we were so like structured, structured, and now we're just no, this is a hot this mess. Is, this, this is girl us. talk. This is girl talk. <laughs> this is us. This is what you're getting. This is our podcast. And mm-hmm. okay, back to entrepreneurship. Yeah. So we start with the highs or the lows. The highs. I the highs? love, love being my own boss. Me too. Like, it's I don't super. ever, ever. Ugh. I enjoy my time. Yeah. Gosh, like thinking back to when I worked at the machine shop, working 7.30 to 5.30 every day with somebody telling me what to do all day, every day. I could barely go use the bathroom. I couldn't be on my phone. Mm-hmm. And now I literally get to do whatever I want. I know. There's lows with that, but... It's just, like, it's hard scheduling out what you're actually going to do, but knowing that I can go grab breakfast, I can come home, and I can chill on TikTok for an hour. I can drink mimosas whenever I want to. I can clean the house. I can go work for a little bit and then go do literally whatever I want to. Mm-hmm. Truth. Yep, we're yeah. ch- drinking mimosas on a random Tuesday morning. Yes. Yeah. With our it's best. My favorite thing is just not having to do the corporate bullshit anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because I came from a very, very corporate, very structured marketing background. And shit is annoying. My first boss mm-hmm. gave me many a lesson in being church nice via email. Mm-hmm. And that was great. Like, I can play the corporate game with the best of them. I just hate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate it so much. The healthcare game for me, but yeah, yeah same. Yeah. Yeah. Every career field has its definite yes. lows. I mean, I will say I do miss, like, having your office buddies, you know? Like, yeah, I too. never had a job where, like, I haven't had that one coworker I can talk yep. shit with. I have yeah. my work bestie that I told everything to. Yeah. yeah. I do miss that. And, and that was, like, I used to thing. work with my husband. So I do miss that occasionally, like, going to lunch with him, getting to see him throughout the day. Like, see, I think I'd hate that. I mean... We worked in different departments, so like, like, I never got to see him unless I, I called that, him. That would be cute. Like, I enjoy my husband, but I don't want to see him that much. <laughs> like, I like... Like, me and... It really wasn't. Like, it was It was so flirty. Like, I mean, that's oh, how we met, but it was yeah. like a flirty... Like, he'd walk past my desk and be like... Yeah, I think that's kind of mm, cute. Like, see, I think me and Brandon, though, like, when we first started dating, he was working nights, so... He was asleep during the day. We would talk for, like, maybe a couple hours. Like, we built our relationship on, like, not being around each other 24-7. Mm. And I feel like if I was around him 24-7, well, we are now, now that we're both kind of in, like, weird kind of limbos. Like, I don't have a set schedule. He doesn't have a set schedule with what's he, what he's doing. But, like, we still have our time apart. Yeah. Ours was the opposite. I need our time apart. We were always together. And he does too, but that's the great thing about our house because he has the basement, <laughs> and so even like if we need our space while we're at home, I'm like, go away, go downstairs, yeah. and he's like, okay, don't have to tell it's me twice. Us. Listen, listen right here. If Kenzie and her man work together, they we'd be hearing some noises from a closet somewhere. These two on their wedding. Listen, <laughs> I associate shot 
for her wedding. I know, and had the best her. time. Listen, had we the had best a party time. wedding. Our wedding yeah. was fun. It was so fun. I would have stayed if I knew some more people. Yeah, that's fair. Um, is my knee hurting your back? I'm no, sorry. it's it's support. Okay. I like it. Stranger. <laughs> Am I hurting your knee? No. Is the question. Okay. <laughs> um, they were just missing, you know, for a while. I was like, they're definitely doing it upstairs. <laughs> we were. We told yeah. our well, our day of coordinator. <laughs> Was one of my really, really good friends. Shout out to Brittany. Love her. She's the best. I paid her in a bottle of Grey Goose to be our wedding day coordinator. And she dealt with so much shit. Like, cleaning up vomit from people who were too drunk. And, like, all kinds of, like, just random stuff that I never anticipated that she would have to deal with. But I just looked at her, me and Brandon, as we were passing to go up to the bridal suite to go consummate our marriage. And (laughs) I looked at her and, like, winked. And she was like, okay, got you. And she, of course, the moment we disappear was the moment everybody was like, where are they? Where are they? I'm like, I feel like your whole wedding day, you're just talking to so many people, like, you don't realize. But, like, yeah, we just, like, left for, like, 15 minutes and... It's a nice little quickie. Had our own own little moment. Oh, Um, my God. But, honestly, I loved it. Like, I like being able to, like, just take the second... And, like, be grounded and just, like... Really grounded. Come back. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. And You're grounded. Like, take a minute. Take a minute with your husband. I mean, not necessarily even to have sex, but just, like, take that yeah, second absolutely. to, like, be present and, like, give yourself some time alone on your wedding day. I mean, given yeah. our time alone went a different direction, but still, you should still take that moment on your wedding day. I agree to that. Even if it is intercourse. It doesn't well, matter. your venue <laughs> could allow that because there was bedrooms. Yeah. Me and my husband got married at a bed... Oh, my gosh. A bed and breakfast um, in Greensboro, and it was perfect. I mean, there were five bedrooms, and luckily the bridal suite had one entrance on the outside of the house, so there was no way for anybody to get into it, and it had a passcode lock, so... That's good. By the way, her wedding was in October 2022, not 21. Yeah, I, I fucked up last episode, but that's okay. I mean, it feels like a lifetime ago. Oh, I know, ago. yeah. It feels like forever ago. No, her wedding was cute. It was fun. I still have not edited it. It was very much a budget-friendly wedding, and I loved it. Those were always good. Mine was very budget-friendly. I was eight months pregnant in my backyard, so This backyard? Great. Yeah. Oh, that's such at a big little, backyard. She does have a big-ass backyard. She's, got, she's, she's one of those people that got that hidden backyard. It's like, she got a kingdom back there. Mm-hmm. You can't you see never know right. from the She got house. some guineas. Yeah, I'm getting some, some more dogs, today. some chickens. Dogs, chickens, or some kittens. Her studio, Moonlight Studio. Some kittens back there. Her studio is super cute. Thank you. Okay, um, back to the highs. Oh, I was about to say, am I hurting your knee? Because no. you look down. I think that is one of the highs, though. Like, yeah. Entrepreneurship gave you the opportunity to build your own studio. Oh, absolutely. Like, that's yeah. 100% Well, high. I feel like my story is so different from other people's that kind of, like, built their photography business as they were doing other things. I just up and said... You really did. You I said, dove in. I said, up and screw it. I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. I don't care who's going to stop me. I don't care what it takes to do this. I'm doing yeah. it. I just knew that what I was doing wasn't working. But I, that's that's just me. Like, I'm an all or nothing kind of person. Yeah. I don't half-ass anything. I'm like... Okay, I like these people. They're my best friends. Oh, no. My husband gives me shit all the time. I half-ass a lot. I don't. Like, before this photography thing, I had a polymer clay earring <laughs> business. It lasted, like, maybe three oh, weeks. Oh, you, <laughs> you can ask my husband. I have had so many different businesses that I've tried that didn't work out. 
because yeah. it wasn't for me. And yeah. he's like, why do you keep trying this stuff if it's not working out? I'm like, because I know it's not what I want to do, but I have to try it to know if it's what I want to do. Yeah, So, do. like, going into photography, I didn't know if it was going to work out. So that's why I did it while I was going on maternity leave, because I knew I was going to have that time to put into it because I wasn't going to be working. So I said, we get this camera, we try it out, see what happens. If by the end of maternity leave, I'm getting bookings, I'm doing good, I'm going to quit. Yeah. And my husband said, oh. okay, well. That's nice you had that time. Yeah. Yeah. I said, this is literally the perfect timing for me to do this. If I'm doing it, I'm doing it now. Yeah. And he knows he can't stop me whenever I have an idea or want to do something. Mm-hmm. So he said, okay. And he knew I hated where I was working. And I hated leaving him because we had a good thing of just like, I loved seeing him every day. But I was like, I'm still going to see him. Yeah. I mean, I live with him. I'm right. married to him. I have to see him. But it was just crazy how it all came together. And, like, you have to think about when, like, if you if you guys are first starting your business, you have no idea what's going to happen. You have to just take that leap and run with it and don't give up. Yeah. Like, the, the worst thing you can do is give up. Don't give up. Just keep pushing. If you have If you're having a low and you're thinking, like, why did I start this? Why did I do this? I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Push through it. Like, Mm -hmm. that's when you're going to have those creative moments and those moments of, like, because you're going to be in that mindset of, what what can I do to push through this? What am I going to do to make my business better? And that's when your creative juices are going to be flowing and you're going to do a session that's going to take off or you're going to do something in your business that's going to better it and you're going to come out on the other side. There's always going to be lows. There's always going to be lows. The highs are better. Yeah. Like, the highs are always going to outweigh the lows. Like, right now, the lows is the taxes. Very much a low. But even that, like, last week, my dramatic-ass morning, where I was, like, texting everyone, I was spiraling. I was like, oh, my God, I haven't booked anything. Like, I was texting Brandon. I was like, I'm applying to all these jobs. Like, this just isn't working. And then, literally, 15 minutes later, I booked a wedding. Yeah, I I know. You're like, never mind. If you don't know Kenzie, she's... I was like, okay, queen. I'm sorry, I was being dramatic, I'm fine. So usually we don't even acknowledge, like, I mean, we acknowledge her when she's being dramatic, we tell her it's going to be okay, but we know in about an hour she's going to text us back and say, it's all fine. Everything's good. Everything's good, I'm good. Yeah. She booked a wedding, or she booked something, or whatever it was that she was upset about, turned around. She yeah. has to just have her moment for a little bit. You gotta go like watch a show, come back, and yeah. then you'll get the email. She's gotta have her moment. See, but I do have my, my cheeky little little job at the boutique yeah and so like that's fun and that's a good distraction but a lot of the times that's where I'm like because I don't check any of my photography stuff while I'm there just because it's a nice little brain break yeah but then last Wednesday I was actually at the boutique when I was having my spiral because I made the poor decision to bring my photography laptop with me and I was just checking it all day so I'm just not gonna do that ever again nope yeah and I'm just gonna call it a day yeah and see, I'm the opposite, and it's a it's a bad trait of mine that I don't really check anything. Mm. I get a notification, and I'll respond to that or do whatever with it. But like, yeah. I'm not sitting on my HoneyBook account looking at all my inquiries and my payments and what's coming up. Like, I don't look at anything because I mean, I'm, I'm so say. worried about I'm so worried about everything. I worry about yeah. everything. So it's like house outside my kids. Like, my kids have been a big thing lately, so it's just been, I haven't been focused on anything, but I'm just so ADHD, you don't even, you don't even know. I wouldn't say mine's, like, an everyday thing. I tend to have a spiral, but we all have these. This is one of those lows where, like, you go, well, I don't think Leslie can really relate to this. She's killing it. But, you know, you have, like, those two or three weeks where, like, you don't get an inquiry. 
That definitely happens to me now. Like you get Hold a up. couple of weeks where like you just don't book anything and then you're like, okay, well shit. Yeah. Or you have those days where like one of your clients, bless them, they'll pay off their entire wedding contract at once. Right. And you're like, that's nice. Like I enjoy the income, but at the same time, you're taking away those monthly payments. Like I was counting on that income month to month to month. Yeah. So that way, you I know. think a lot of people just don't like having that like lure in the background. Lure I've had, it. yeah, like I've. I've had a couple of people recently that are like that, and they don't owe me for like months, and they're just like paying it all at once. It's almost like they're just doing it so they just, or so some, I don't know, something like budgeting wise. I'm sure, but yeah, at that point, mm-hmm. you kind of have to budget yourself and feel like it's not there. Kenzie's better with saving, so we yeah, know, we, we know oh, our I girls saved, gonna be fine. You I need to talk to me about money. I mean, that was my goal for myself to quit my job, I had to have a certain amount in savings yeah. to give myself that, you know, cushion just in case shit hit the fan or the economy crashed or whatever. Um, just so that way I do have that fallback plan and like I'll be okay if something happens. But that's just how my family like raised me. My dad was definitely like a doomsday prepper. <laughs> he was like have your shit in order just in case. <laughs> Mine is my dad's ADHD just like me and he is the spend it guy especially on cars he spends everything but he makes he's always been the go-getter like me like he's been a business owner he's always been the money hungry man does whatever it takes to provide for his family and make money but he also loves to spend it which is me no my dad's side of the family were penny pinchers my mom is where i got my shopping thing my dad is for sure she's the one who's like anytime we had a bad day she was like okay let's go to target Okay. That's going to be me and McKinley for <laughs> yeah. sure. And so that's where I got that, where like I spiral and I order all kinds of Amazon crap. But yeah. if it's photography related, it's a business expense. So that's when I get all like my detail shop prop stuff. Yeah. And like all that kind of stuff is when I'm like having an interesting day and I'm feeling discouraged. I'm like, you know what? Let's do a little shopping. <laughs> and then you just make it a business expense, buy something relevant. And Speaking of business expenses, bada bing, bada boom. I just had to buy a new external hard drive after we were just talking about me and you, Leslie, about how good the Sandisk ones are. Yeah. Well, is it Sandisk the one you bought? Yeah, but it's full, so it just filled up the other day, and I was like, gah. So mm-hmm. I had to spend one hundred fifty dollars on another one. Yeah, I, I luckily looked on Amazon one day, and it was like on sale. I was like, yes, they're always on sale. I, don't, I, I found well, that out because Best Buy has them on sale too. Like regular three hundred dollars or something on sale for one fifty, but they're always like that. Well, the one I'm really <laughs> wanting on sale but that's never on sale is the this. Wow, it's okay. It's never on sale is that. the four TB. Oh yeah, yeah. That's got, what my I'm getting. I got the two terabytes. What the frick, Lacey? Mm-hmm. My Lacey's a four terabyte. Yeah, I liked La- Lacey. Just was slow. For, I don't know. I, I mean, my Lacey's after. fine, but when Remy's bitch ass was a puppy. He chewed up the cord that came with it, so I had to order another cord from Amazon, and that cord just isn't, like, it disconnects randomly, and it's like... Yeah. But I think it's... Because I didn't buy, like, the Lacey brand cord. I just got the Amazon recommended one. So I think I need to buy a new cord, but I also feel like that hard drive is probably almost full, because I back up everything on it. Like, all my RAWs, all my edited, everything is on that hard drive. Yeah. I keep it in a fireproof safe, because I'm psycho... I'm psychotic. No, oh, that's actually very smart. My fireproof smart. safe and all of my memory cards because I don't delete RAWs until I deliver galleries. Yeah, you should not. So everything is kept in a fireproof safe. 
because I've got way too many. That's like my worst nightmare. I need to get Imagine. Um, all right, we're getting off topic. What is another topic? I I was just thinking another high is the amount of people that you meet. Like whether it's photography or some are great, some take a while to warm up to. Yes, but AKA. if you're a hair and makeup artist or... My experience this weekend. Whatever you might be doing, you meet so many awesome people that you wouldn't mm-hmm. have never met before yeah. being a business owner. Like, you would have been stuck in the yeah. office with the same people every day. But That's being true. a business owner, you meet so many different people, whether it be good or bad, you're still meeting these people. And we literally meet strangers on a daily and just meet at random mm, places. That part I could, we do could get, we, we could get killed. You never know. I, mean, I do. But. I think every photographer should have some sort of like safe personal safety kit yeah. in their camera bag. Like me, I have a little keychain that has pepper spray, a knife, and a taser yeah. on it. But then, you know, you think about it and it's justified. Because for me at least, I require payment in full before I meet anybody anywhere. Me too. Yep. So... I feel like if I am meeting the stranger in the middle of the field, they've at least paid me, you know, like four <laughs> to five hundred dollars. And it's like nobody's <laughs> gonna murder you after they pay you that much money, because uh, that would just be upsetting at that point. <laughs> be kind of silly. Uh, yeah, it would be very stupid. I so, thought I had another one a second ago, and it just left me. That's why I feel yeah. like it's okay. But anyways, um, do you guys want story time? I'll tell you about my weekend. So Saturday had a senior. It was great. Uh, after I got home, I saw a message on one of the photography groups that was like a photographer in a pinch, her second shooter, last minute canceled. It was at one of my bucket list venues. I was like, great, let me do this. So I messaged her and got the second shooting gig, whatever. Second shooting was fine. You know, whenever you meet like a new lead photographer for the first time, it takes you a second to like mesh and like get in that groove of like not being in their way and blah, blah, blah. So eventually we get it. By the end of the night, the relationship's great. And then I just don't hear from her for 48 hours. And that was terrifying. I was like, I don't know what to do. Someone tell me. And then she texted me today like everything was fine. And I was like, I texted you like three times in between now and working with you. And you couldn't have just been like, hey, I'm not on my phone. Like I'm taking, like taking it some time for myself, whatever. I would have been like, okay, great. It just really goes to show, though, that, like, everyone runs their businesses so differently. So differently. Like, I would I'm, never. Yeah, not... I'm the kind of person that's, like, I'm a people pleaser, so I'm going to make sure that I pay somebody immediately, do whatever I need to do for other people before I do anything for myself. It's, like, people yeah. taking time for themselves is just beyond me, because I don't do that. It pro- I probably should sometimes, but. And, like, it's not even that she took time for herself. Like, I don't even know if that's what she was doing, because she didn't even say that, but, I mean... At the same time, it's like, I get it, but also, like, give someone a heads up if, like, you owe them money. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> if she was going to go MIA for 48 hours, she should have said, hey, I'm not going to have my phone on me. I'll pay you on this day or yeah. whatever it is. Like, just... Or at least for me, I usually just pay my second shooters in cash just because that's easier for me and I know I can bring it with me the day of and then... Yeah. You know. Cash is always best for photographers anyways because they don't have to report it. They don't have to do anything. It's just liquid. Yeah, liquid in their pocket. I love cash recently. Like if we do anything, it's like you're not really spending money. (laughs) That's how I feel about credit cards. (laughs) It's not coming. Well, that's bad. I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
Just kidding, but also very not kidding. Yes, I, that's how I am with my Best Buy credit card. It's bad. But that's just because Best Buy does like... Like, you can buy a $3,000 camera on your Best Buy card and do that like 12 months interest-free, mm-hmm. 24 months, whatever. And yeah. then that camera becomes only 100 bucks a month. And it's great. Yeah. I did that with all of our TVs and stuff for our new house. I did the Clara, Clarna, Clarna, Clarna. Yeah. for my film camera. Oh, speaking of, who I second shot with on Sunday, she had this really cool Pentax film camera. It was, like, chunky. Pentax 645? I have no idea. That's the one I had when I started. It looks, like, almost like an old, like, video camera. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. So that's 120 millimeter. What the fuck? It's wow. a medium format. It's not 35 millimeter. It's uh, 120. 120? So it's, like, did you see her, like, load it? Mm-hmm. It was, like, the bigger film, right? Mm-mm. It was 35 millimeter? It looked like it was like a regular film. I mean, film. 35 millimeter is like this. The 120 is just a little bit longer. Oh, uh, maybe it was like that. I don't so know. I didn't pay enough attention. 120 is medium format. Um, I'm going to Google it. That's what I like started with was the 120 medium format. Um, mm-hmm. And it's gorgeous. So those films are going to be really pretty. Because I already saw the colors. Six? <clears throat> Pentax 645. The elite film photographers out there that are wedding photographers specifically is the Contact 645. That thing is expensive, but it is worth it. Sorry, I'm a hand person. Mm. Can we talk about the lows now? The lows <laughs> I feel is, like we kind of have. Listen, uh, they... No, listen, a smidge. Let me... We talked about all my lows, Salt on this conversation a little bit. Listen. They acted like... I don't... Listen, I get two or three weeks of... No inquiries, no bookings, and you do have to prepare for that. And I imagine that's probably how it is for anybody with a biz, like a store, right? You would probably get days, maybe weeks, I don't know, with like nobody buying your stuff. Um, and it's it can really damage your imposter syndrome. Yes. Uh, I definitely, no matter what Instagram looks like, I definitely struggle with imposter syndrome, like I'm that just that type of person. I feel like I've always kind of been like that. No matter what I do, I always wonder, am I good enough? Am I good enough? Um, who knows? Maybe it comes from my childhood. I don't know. I had a great I, like ch- everyone feels I like had that, a great but. childhood, so it's probably not. But I, yeah, it's just that's definitely it can get to you. Like I've definitely had like really depressed days where I can't work almost because it's like crippling anxiety. Um. But, like, right now, things are going good for me. So, that's that's good. But I just know that it's not forever and that there's definitely going to be really, really low lows. Yeah, and like she was saying, you have to kind of prepare for that time because yeah. if you go two weeks, three weeks without an inquiry or a booking, where are you getting your money from? So, whenever you do have that influx of inquiries, because for me, at least, it's like I go two, three weeks with no bookings, and then all of a sudden, in one week, I get six, seven bookings. Yeah. So, during that week is when I kind of put money back, set it aside for expenses and um, bills and whatever else I need to pay for the next couple of weeks just to make sure that's taken care of. So, in case it happens again the next couple of weeks, I'm okay. And like, I have my husband that works, so I have him for bills too and stuff but it's still like if you're the sole income owner owner sole income provider sole income breadwinner person breadwinner bread <laughs> you have got to really really the cheddar the cheddar. budget the money that's coming in and figure out like 
how you're going to allocate your money. And it's hard. It's really hard being a business owner when that happens. Like, because you never know when your money's coming in. Mm-hmm. And that's like when Kenzie was talking about the monthly payments. Like, I don't know how they set it up, but I have mine set up as four payments of 25%. So, like, I, I spread it out, but t- depending on how long their project is out. So, if they're getting married in two months or getting married next year, I spread it out. However, it is between now and then, like, evenly, if that makes sense. But then I get to look at my monthly income and see when payments are coming in so that I can know when to pay what bills. So that's just a suggestion. If you're a business owner, I wouldn't suggest taking full payments up front. And it it helps your customers, too, to be able to budget and know that they don't have to pay all up front when they're booking and they can make payments on their contracts and stuff but yeah I do like 20% down now and depending on like what the package is like if they have like boudoir bridal I try to maybe do one more payment before those um but usually the 20% is enough for like the engagement session at least I feel like yeah and then like the next year for instance that's when like the payments would start and most of them are really like they like that yeah they're appreciative of that yeah I do monthly payments I don't break it into four like, I schedule out, month, like, if, say, their wedding's, you know, 2024, then I'll ask them, well, do you want to pay more this month or less this month? Like, I'm flexible with my payments, and I think that that's something that my clients enjoy. Like, I can change a payment plan any day of the week. So, yeah. like, it, I tell people all the time, like, this is how I created your payment plan, monthly payments, last payment, two weeks before the project date, whatever. And usually they're fine with it because I like at least... Like, I won't send a proposal unless the monthly payments are around two, $300. Just because I know my financial situation, mm-hmm. I would not be spending, you know, unless it is, like Katie said, monthly or quarterly, 25% payments <laughs> spread out over a couple months. And, you know, people are saving up yeah. to make those payments. But for me, if I'm making monthly payments, my ass is not going to be spending three, $400 a month no. on anything. So, for me, I just like making my payments minimal and not trying to overwhelm my clients with big, massive payments. Unless they ask for that, then I won't 100% do that. But, yeah, yeah, I think my payment plans are very flexible and very nice. Yeah. I feel like you always get, like, different... Like, I had one person that was okay with the way I did it. And then, like, recently they are like, oh, actually, can we pay you monthly? I was like, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get people that just like, I just want to give you one chunk, one chunk before a month before. And I'm like, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Well, back to imposter syndrome. Yes. We're yes. leapfrogging. I hope you guys are keeping up. The reading rainbow leapfrog. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing Frogger. Hey, Mom. Hey, <laughs> uh, Yeah, imposter syndrome, I think everyone struggles with. If you don't struggle with imposter syndrome, I don't think you really love your job. <laughs> I don't think you're doing it right. I, I just don't, I don't know. think like, you something. have enough. If you don't have enough, uh, what's the word? Chutzpah. What? Gumption. <laughs> the huevos. Oh. The balls. balls. No, I was going more for of like passion. If you don't have enough passion for what you do, no. then you won't have imposter syndrome. See, I feel like if you have enough passion for what you do, you're going to want to be better sure. and always feel like you're not enough. I don't know. My imposter syndrome is weird. Like, I only feel like I get my imposter syndrome flares up, if you will. 
when I don't get inquiries. That's when I start to feel like I'm not good enough. Yeah, but too. at the same time, like, I like my editing style, what it mm-hmm. is now. Me too. I enjoy the content I shoot. Like, I think my content's good. Yeah. And it took me a really long time to get there. Same. Because I still have those moments, you know, where I'll pour over a gallery for, like, hours. And I'll be like, I hate every single photo. And, and then, then she says it to us, and we're like, it's fine. And it I'm like, this good. is so bad. But then I'll look at it, you know, the next day after some reassurance from my good friends. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, these aren't bad. Oh so, like, some of your best work has been what you've been so... What like, I'm like, I hate these. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, I sent you that gallery, and I was like, I freaking hate these. And it, like, has blown up on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's because the, we look at them for We too overlook long. it and yeah. over, just overanalyze it way mm-hmm. too much. Way too much. Because we sit in front of those pictures for hours, hours. and hours and just... We see it differently than other people do. And sometimes you have to just take take a step back. And, like, what take I do is I get off my computer. I'll publish the gallery. And then I'll go on my phone and scroll through it as if I was a client looking at it from their perspective. Like, what does it look like from their perspective? Not it from my perspective. Not from me editing it. But if I was the person receiving that gallery. Mm-hmm. And it changes. And then I sometimes I see stuff that I want to fix. And sometimes I'm like, man, that's really good. Don't you hate that when, like, you are, took the time, uploaded all the things, yeah, and then have to go it, back, and then you have to go back and delete everything. But then I love it. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what I needed. That's what I needed to take that second, or yeah. that minute, or that day, or whatever it is, step away, and then come back and look at it and figure out what does it need or is it good. Really? Yeah. Good. I was seeing. <laughs> <laughs> We're at 37 minutes. Really oh, good. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Talking about random it. shit. Like, I know. It's just a random, you know, this is how we talk anyways. So It's so yes. over the, all over if the we place. we were recording, this is literally That's what okay. we were talking about sitting here. That's okay. Like our never full situation. There's a never full, there's an extra nev- never, never full. To on the go. It's the on the go. Tell them what that means because <laughs> I did not know what that okay. meant. So okay. So my friends know, my family knows, I am a China purse connoisseur. <laughs> I love my DH gate. I love her. I found my sellers. Like, I have my people. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see I sell a lot of my purses sometimes because I sell them so that way I can buy new ones. Because, you know, I have so many I just simply don't use them. I have the ones that I grab every day. It's open. Um, But anyways, Leslie ended up buying one of them. She bought my classic monogram, Neverfull MM. Love her. She's a classic Louie. Um... So she bought that, but then today, because we have all of our equipment and stuff, and I had to travel with it, I have my GM on the go, which any designer purse stan knows what a Neverfull is and knows what an on the go is. Mm-hmm. Um, Not me. And so, yeah, I have all the things. I have all the things. Kate, Kate Spade's my go-to. That's, that's I saw I some shoes. Oh my gosh, I saw an ad for shoes from Kate Spade that I really want, and they're sandals. I don't know. Kate Spade bags remind me of, like, Michael Kors bags. I don't think so. Some I have of a them. Kate Spade book bag. And it's I have a really cute checkered, life. classic, almost Chanel looking Kate Spade bag. Quilted or checkered? Quilted, probably. If it's Chanel, I like very basic bags. Like it's quilted, yeah. Half quilted, half leather. I don't know. Should we do a podcast on just like purses? I can talk all fucking day. <laughs> I would not be in that. Because I'm like, I, don't. I will show you the sellers that have the real leather. But oh. did you know that actual Louis Vuittons, the ones that sell for thousands and thousands of dollars, aren't leather? That monogram print you're buying is cotton canvas, wax coated wow. canvas. 
She knows the You're things. You're not even paying for leather. And, like, low-key, the canvas is nicer because it lasts longer. It's more durable. Like, it can get dirty and you can just wipe it off. Whatever. <laughs> but I will be damned if I'm going to pay four grand for a purse that's made out of cotton. You got me Jeez, fucked person. up, Louis Vuitton. <laughs> got me so fucked up. I keep my I didn't even know bag. that. I didn't even know it. Yeah. Sorry, I'm leaning on her. You're my oh. pillow. Now you know. I keep my sandbag but for months, so. That one that you bought for me, that, I think Yours. it's called patine, pochette, pochette <laughs> leather, the trim around it, and it will patina, which means it will oxidize and get darker, which is what the real ones do. So it's, it's a good, it's a good fake. It's basically real. Uh, uh, yeah. It looks sure. real. <laughs> Except there is real. one seam on it that's wrong, but that's okay. What seam? I've always wanted to know. This one. But no one can. There should be no seam. No one would notice that, though. Oh, like you wouldn't tell. But they did good job because they hit it almost behind the strap, so you can't really notice it. But other than that, she's a good fake. I do my research, y'all. I'm telling you. But I think I just have always wanted to be like that bitch with all the designer bags. Like I've just always wanted to be her. Yeah. I don't know, just because I grew up watching Sex in the City, and it was like... <gasps> I love Sex in the City. It was like my shit. But did you know that one episode where Carrie's carrying that giant blue, cobalt blue Birkin? That's a yes. fake Birkin? What? Mm-hmm. She did an interview. Why didn't they do a real one? I, could, I don't know. They couldn't get it. They couldn't find it. The dress, like, her other... Her full outfit was real designer, except for that Birkin. Mm. That's tea. That's tea. That is some good tea. <laughs> That's tea. I don't know. I want to take a... I want to do... A content weekend in New York. Okay. Create some kind of style shoot in Central Park. Success. Like and and then my bitch ass will be going straight to Canal Street. <laughs> I will find those people. I will go up to their basement, their attics, their basements, whatever. <laughs> I will find these bags, y'all. Because <laughs> buying from China, like, it's fine. It just takes so long. How long did yeah. it take you to get that one? I don't remember. I've had that one forever. But it takes, on average, like, two and a half weeks to a month. Wow. For them to come in. Do you think we have uh, should wrap our episode up? Yeah, now that we've completely no. digressed from entrepreneurship into China bags. minutes. Usually podcasts are like an hour long. No, I listen to the 30 minute little things. Oh, see, I don't even listen to podcasts. I'm, I make, I'm <laughs> making a podcast and the only podcasts I listen to are like Dateline podcasts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I listen to all the photography ones while I'm driving to sessions no. like... The longer the better, especially if I'm going somewhere far away. I don't want to listen to Oh no, if I'm driving to anything, um, my thing, my hype up music is 90s country. <laughs> it's so oh bizarre. God. What? But I'm like, I would have not I do. That. Listen, I love me some 90s country. I don't I know, because like... of you though, I do listen to ASAP Ferg now on my way to sessions and I'm like what? hyping myself up. <laughs> we could do a whole podcast about me rapping. I could rap Oh my y'all. God, I would love that. We <laughs> have a mic. LimeWire, it's, it's Leslie on the track. Oh, no, no. <laughs> we'll be like the... It's, it's Leslie. We'll be like the Migos. <laughs> oh, no, no, my oh, no. white... Listen, I might act ghetto, but I still white as crap. Oh, okay? we all are. We're all white. We're literally white. all sitting here white as shit, blonde hair, blue eyes. <laughs> okay? We're all white. <laughs> we all do have blonde hair, blue eyes. We do. Oh my god. <laughs> I never what? noticed. What do you mean you guys just noticing we're all blonde hair and blue eyes? I know we I got know the blonde hair. hair. No, come on. Wait a minute. Give me some credit. But the blue eyes. <laughs> yeah. Blue eyes. Wow. Oh, my kids have blue eyes. My husband has blue eyes. Oh, Alexis going off. Got a package? Mm, probably. 
Uh, anywho, no, my child has packages. Brown my bitch oh. ass dog chewed up my favorite bodysuit. That's not the package night. I was thinking about, but Katie, keep <laughs> it in your give, pants. Give her some mimosa. But and she's good. Dead ass. I it's her my husband needs favorite, to come home for a break. Favorite bodysuit to shoe weddings in. It's a yummy brand shapewear like bodysuit. Oh, I need that. Love her Me on too. Amazon. Love her best bodysuit. I will link you. And. You know, it works great because I like to wear those silk skirts on wedding days because they're yeah. comfortable. You can move around. But I also I, hate how, like, it fits my tummy. Yeah, like my little fupa wouldn't look cute. Shapewear bodysuit. Solve that problem. So that's the Somehow when I got to the second shoot for Heidi, which was at Homewood, which was really, really pretty. Yeah. It was just, that was a very dark uh, reception. Anyways, it's just, it was a very, like a castle. Like, it was all, like, a dark wood. Mm. Anyways. I had to put on the tummy control underwear in my car, and I don't even know how I got it over this big old fupa I got back here. <laughs> this dump truck, okay? That's not a fupa. I was like, your ass. well, both of them <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. And then I, I sucked in, and I think I shook the car. I said, if someone looked right now, they would not know what was going on. <laughs> it happens. And then I buttoned and zipped up, and I walked over to Heidi, and she's like, your um, zipper's undone. Mm-hmm. It poked out. And then the whole night I kept holding it so it wouldn't unzip while I was shooting. Oh, no. I've never had that experience. I have had the experience, though, because me, you know, thick thighs out here. I always wear, like, if I wear a dress or anything, I'll wear bike shorts under it. So, yeah. I, you know, she doesn't shape. <laughs> and so I was shooting a wedding last summer with Samantha Brooke, love of my life. And I had on the shapewear bodysuit, the silk skirt. And a pair of bike shorts. Wait, why so much? Because uh, you're going to chafe in a bodysuit. Hello, it doesn't cover the thighs. And so I had to wear... Because it was also... It was a June shorts. wedding. It was a June outdoor wedding Hot, in North Carolina. Sweaty. Like, it was like 95 degrees. So I'm I, I needed... Ones. I needed something in between my I legs. I wear bodysuits so and shorts at weddings. Yeah, but there were just so many layers. Because it was the shapewear, so it was, like, tight. And you know, you can get all in the, one. When you have to go to the bathroom, you <sighs> get all in one, though, you know. Yeah, the but then you have ones. to get, like, completely naked to use the bathroom. Or just pull all your layers down, unbutton, pull up. Just pee through your shorts. <laughs> That's what I have, have to shapewear do that has pee holes. <gasps> I would not no. trust that. You do? <gasps> I, did I tell you all I had to pee on the side of that mountain? No. Listen, I'm I'm not above it. I will pee behind oh, a dumpster. I don't give a shit. Okay, I've yeah. literally had I've always had stage fright when I have to squat and pee. I've never been able to do it. I can really? have to pee like a race. Yes. Mm. And this freaking Surrey Google Maps whatever Surrey? lied Surrey? lied to me and said, "Oh, there's this rest stop right near where you need to be." No, mm-hmm. that bitch was a rest. That was an overlook. Oh, it wasn't no rest stop. Technically, I guess it was, but it was no. I looked. I said, "You could rest there. You just can't use the bathroom really? there." So I found a nice little curve to where if I parked on the side, literally no one could see me because it was on the curve part. Mm-hmm. And then I just squatted and peed. Like I opened all the doors and I squatted and peed. And I'm like, all this is trickling down the road right now. Like they definitely know what's happening behind this car. <laughs> I hated it. I peed all over my shoes. Oh, uh, I got some pee shoes in my car. Right struggles. Mm. That's the low of photography. But I knew if I got to that campsite, I would never, ever be able to pee in front of anybody. So, I had to be done. That's funny. Any more lows? 
mean, I could go all day about that, but... Peeing on the street? <laughs> you know, that is actually a thing. I've thought about this. What if I got a portable potty for the car? Because we always are at places... Kids. Right. We are always in places. I feel like I go to places that don't have a damn restroom. Mm-hmm. And I do not like stopping at gas stations. They ratchet. Mm-hmm. They real ratchet. I don't know about So I'd rather pee potty. in a portable potty and then dump that shit out on the street. I'd rather just find a bush or a dumpster. Personally. But see, the little portable potty, kid potty to me isn't a big deal because I've had to dump McKinley's pee so much. It's just not a thing. Yeah. See, yeah. I'm an expert. I don't know if it was my childhood, the little hood rat shit I used to do. <laughs> but I am an expert at peeing outside. It doesn't matter. I won't pee on my feet. I won't get it anywhere. I will. I'm an expert. Expert. You need to teach me, I guess, because I was not. I peed everywhere. But I went. I went to many a bonfire in my childhood, and there was nowhere. Oh, I did to too. Pee. I still peed on myself. Yeah. No. Usually, I was drunk though. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I would hold it so bad, and then I'd have to go when I got to somewhere else. Mm. I'm not pee shy. I'm not pee shy. I'm not poop shy. I don't give a I will, bit. if you're talking to me while I'm trying to pee, unless I just know you, I will hold it until you're done talking. I won't. I pee anytime. If I gotta go, I gotta go. And it's we're talking out. about pee. <laughs> Anyways. Um. <laughs> I hate us so much. Nobody's gonna fucking, if you made it this far. Oh my gosh. I love you. Fucking bless you. Because Y'all there's the just. MVPs. You're the real ones. And there's MVPs. just absolutely no way that this episode has made any kind of fucking Sit. sense. Like what do we, what do we call it? Like. What the highs it? and lows of entrepreneurship. The highs and lows of entrepreneurship slash ADHD I'm gonna brain. I'm name it fucking ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Ping pong. Like, I mean, we did talk about the highs and the lows. We just got off subject a little, a little bit there. She's so. gotten lower and lower that couch, too. <laughs> we so. zigged, you can still see her. Zigged and zagged. I don't know if you can see me, honestly. The highs and lows Everywhere. of entrepreneurship <laughs> slash ping pong. All this other random All shit. All the other <laughs> shit. Random shit. There you go. And random shit. I'm oh, going to yeah. say Leslie's pee story. That's going to be Do the not. Okay, well. Mm. Thank you guys so much for listening. We okay. hope you had a blast. Has and been the absolute I love best. how every time I talk, it's fucking off the charts over there, so that makes me feel real good. Yeah, you always hit the red. You know, I just want to let y'all know that I was born in a very loud house. We all yell. And when we get together, it's actually something really you should see. Mm. And I may record next time. You should. Anyways, thank you so much. We're going to wrap this up. We're not going to cap this up because I'm not going to be ghetto and ratchet. We're going to wrap this up. And we'll be back next week <laughs> yes. for another episode. As Kenzie of- says, tune in to what we're going to be talking to getting into next That's week. literally the outro. You can't say the outro before the outro happens, <laughs> Leslie. <laughs> That's literally the outro. Oh, God. (laughs) You got in my lungs. (laughs) Thank you guys so much. We love you. Love you so much. See you soon. See you next. Well, I guess we won't see you, but you'll hear from us. You'll hear from us. You'll be in touch with us. Toodles. Say bye. Be sure to tune in next week to see what we get into.